of Healing Heart Show streaming live from Orlando, Florida this week. And I hope that you're all enjoying your midweek so far. Um, I hope you're having a great hump day and just, you know, enjoying the week so far, wherever you're at. We are on business this week, so um, no, we're not at Disney. Um, we're not at a Disney dis resort, I wish, um, but we're surrounded a around a lot of Disney characters, to be honest, and Disney paraphernalia to hype up the people around here, even in these Airbnbs. It's funny. Um, it's pretty interesting, to say the least, and at least my daughter thinks we're in Disney. So without actually being in Disney and paying those park prices and dealing with parking and the heat. So glory be to God that we're we're here. <laughs> um I just want to share, you know, this morning in the wee hours of the morning, um, between 3 and 5 a.m. to be exact, I wasn't able to sleep and I simply heard um, house structure. And I laid there. I had no idea, was actually wondering what the structure of a house meant. And I did it. I did get a visual of our current state of our home, um, which is it's in the framed process right now. Um, they're about to do the wiring and all the plumbing and all that. But set aside, the structure is up and all the the frame is completely done. But when I heard, you know, the house structure, um, God clarified that these frames could not be secure if the foundation wasn't strong and sturdy. And he wanted to remind us all 
even though this is not my word today, I, I, I have to share this, um, that he is our firm foundation. It's simple. He is our firm foundation today, and he's our firm foundation forevermore. And I felt led to pray for you and your families um, this afternoon during this time. Um, again, I was woken up. I could not sleep. Uh, there's nothing on my mind, you know, so house structure, it must be the rebuilding that God is creating right now in, in this atmosphere um, that we're living in right now. So with no further ado, Lord, thank you for my listening friends today. Thank you for sending them to the Healing Heart Show to hear your words today. I pray for strengthening in their family structure, peace within all family dynamics, and healing in mind, body, and soul for my friend today. Thank you, Father, for your unwavering love and guidance for us. Thank you for providing for our families and seeing that our families are covered from the plots and the plans of the enemy. We honor you, Father, on this day, and thank you for being great and allowing me to be your vessel on this earth to spread your love and your kindness. Father, make me small so that you always remain big and great and get all the glory. I honor you and I say this prayer for my friend today in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, that really did come, you know, straight from the heart. I really did not know what was going on in the atmosphere. I never know, uh, but it was strong. So I do want to um, let you know that there's a word behind that. Um, I want to hear your testimony. Again, every week I am grateful, grateful, grateful for those that inbox me and message me, whether it's Instagram, Facebook. Um, on Instagram, my tag is Mela underscore healing hearts. And there you can always DM. And then Facebook is the Healing Hearts Show. Uh, just look me up. And again, I'm here for all to, to hear um, all different languages. I say this every week, but I am definitely um, here to support you like you do support me. So today I'm coming from a place um, no, I didn't hear this word, but I am coming from a, my favorite field of psychology. I've earned my bachelor's in psychology from the University of South Florida in Tampa a long, long time ago. And I felt nowadays with the influx of mental health attention that, that you know, the social media that the news is getting, I felt that this topic of enabling can cause disabling was an appropriate topic because we need to be aware of what looks like helping others can actually be enabling others. And, you know, there's definitely a difference between them both. We will definitely touch up on this topic, but I want to make you aware, um, identify uh, I had a pastor a long time ago says you can't conquer what you can't identify. So if we don't know what it is and if we don't know, um, that's why this knowledge, this these nuggets that I'm sharing are really beneficial for you to take on and, you know, take on in your daily day, um, your workplace, everywhere, um, because this can it can help you. Um, it can make you aware of other people that are enabling and, and such, but it's just the time and error that we're in that I felt compelled to share the difference because there is a huge difference. So um, we'll definitely touch on this and we're going to go on a break. I do want to share a song by uh, Maverick City Music. It's it's. You know, it just gets you in the spirit. It gets your your mind and your spirit in the right place. Um, I never want to come on the radio or 
Facebook Live and, you know, claim expert status. Not at all. It is definitely words that come to me in opportune times in in everybody's walk of life. So that's why it's very important right now, especially to to share what is happening around us, how we can help each other grow. And literally, you know, if we take time for ourselves, we will innately want to help one another, want to help each other grow. Um, And it starts with our family, which reminds me of what we just talked about, the family structure. It, it, It starts within the family. So without further ado, we're going to go to Promises by Maverick City Music, and we'll return right after that song. So this is your host, Mela Maylee of the Healing Hearts Show, streaming live from Orlando, and we'll be back right after this song.
Welcome back to the Healing Heart Show. This is your host, Mayla May Lee, and we're coming back live from Orlando, Florida, um, with the topic of enabling can cause disabling. Um, now, this is coming just, like I said, I prefaced this before, um, for those of you that are just tuning in, um, enabling can cause disabling. Again, by no means is this my expert material. Uh, I come from the word and what the word says about enabling other people. Um, I will go with what the word says for now and then we'll elaborate and we'll identify and ask ourselves, am I enabling somebody or am I an enabler in general? Um, or are we in a codependent relationship or However, we'll talk about it. But coming from the word, 2 Thessalonians 3, 10 through 15. For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now, such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with them, that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but him as a brother, but warn him as a brother, excuse me, warn him as a brother. So we're not, we're not in this, um, you know, we're not trying to see who's better than who, or, you know, um, somebody that's working that can't, is struggling, there's struggling periods in life, yes. Um, and there are times where we as individuals with compassionate hearts tend to want to help somebody. That's OK. I mean, we've all been there. We've like uh, I used to say broke, busted and disgusted. Yes, we have had our times where, you know, we ate peanut butter and jelly or just saltine crackers for that matter. Whatever the status, if somebody blesses you just in that period of of need that is coming from a compassionate heart and somebody's helping now we fall prey to the the notion of helping 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 everybody um and we're not actually helping them so we could be in 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 an essence disabling them so I'm going to take some steps and I'm going to ask you, um, you know, and go down a list to see if any of these bullets identify with you. Um, now, don't get me wrong. We've all helped somebody. Um, that's not to say that we are an enabler. We just have an open heart. I, I give a lot. So I have given and given and given and then realized later as I got older um, what was actually happening. So in in my light, you know, I have in my experiences have given out of my heart, just literally just given out of my heart, didn't expect anything, gave unconditionally, didn't want anything in return. I mean, it was a true blessing. But then there were times when I noticed, you know, somebody keep asking and I would give because I was I gave um, and then keep asking. So whatever it is that I was doing, I thought I was just being a, just a loving person and giving and giving from the bottom of my heart. Little did I know that I was enabling this person and disabling this person by not taking responsibility, getting a job, holding a job or, or, or such. So these are the differences. These are the things that 
I want to make very, very transparent with you. Um, I've been there. Some get taken advantage, some get abused, some, you know, so there's many different factors. But here are some signs that you may be an enabler. And we'll start with, you make excuses for others. And if you find yourself constantly making excuses for somebody else's behaviors, then that, and they, they're clearly wrong, this may be a sign that you're enabling them. Um, that person that, you know, I mean, just is a, abusive, just he, he, he or she just has a mouth that is very derogatory towards others. And, um, you know, just they simply, the, the other person makes excuses for this. Oh, they didn't have a good upbringing. Oh, they didn't do this. Oh, they didn't have money growing up. And, and you know, that, that gives them an excuse to be ugly towards other people. So that's one. Um, another one is you ignore or minimize problems. Um, if you're aware of someone's problems, um, but you choose to ignore or minimize them, uh, for example, say uh, an, an, an abusive relationship. It's unfortunate. It happens. Um, but there are a lot of uh, abusers that get away with it because they the the person that's getting abused just it's OK. Um, it, it was just one time or two times and it's not going to happen again. So what they're doing is they could be enabling them to keep engaging in this destructive behavior. Um, I mean, again, this is point two. Um, point three, you take responsibility for others. Can you imagine if you're one person and you're taking responsibility for so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and, -so and you're carrying all these burdens? That is definitely a heavy, heavy, heavy burden to carry. Um, so if you find yourself constantly taking on responsibilities of others, um, uh, somebody can't take care of their kids or somebody can't pay their phone bill or, you know, I mean, it's, it's constant. It's a constant thing. Um, things that they should be handling by themselves at this point in our lives. Um, and I'm not talking about like 16 year olds. Okay. Um, I'm talking about adults that are, that are, should be working just like in Thessalonians, it says, you know, we should be working, not being busybodies, but working. Um, um, and those that are not and taking advantage of others that are could be, you know, a sign of just somebody taking advantage of you. So in essence, if you take responsibility for others and you find yourself constantly doing this, then it's probably a sign that you're enabling them. Another one, there's two more. You bail others out in difficult situations. And the first one, I mean, bail, that word jail. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to associate it with jail. You know, they do wrong and you go running and bail them out. You know, if you find yourself constantly bailing somebody out, whether it's in school, they're not behaving and they're in the you know principal's office and, you know, so on and so forth you're enabling them to avoid taking responsibility for their actions. And that can start from small and that can go on to grown, grown adults. And I've seen some grown adults, um, you know, well into their seventies that just don't know any better. Um, and then the last one, I, I, you know, if you want to write this down, if you want to know what they are, um, there are five, five bullets that I've said. This is number five. You feel guilty or responsible for other people's happiness. If you feel guilty for res or responsible for other happiness or well-being, um, you may be enabling them to become dependent on you. 
um, for their emotional needs. I never even thought about number five. And it's true. It's like they um, you succeed and you're doing well and somebody else is um, putting their guilt on you um, and you're like, no, no, no. And then you fall into that emotion. It's an emotional thing. Um, You're giving in, you're enabling them emotionally. So just so you know, um, if you recognize any one of these bullets, let me go down um, uh, all five. Some signs that you're an enabler. Number one, You make excuses for others. Number two, you ignore or minimize problems. Number three, you take on responsibility for others. Number four, you bail others out in difficult situations. Number five, you feel guilty or responsible for others' happiness. So you feel obligated to make people happy all over the world. (laughs) I mean, if that's not enough stress in itself, I mean, understand that there are times in our life that we have to kind of rip away. And that's what Thessalonians was saying is, you know, part ways, not not that you're, you know, a snob and that you're holier than thou Christian and bigger than badder than anybody else. It's not that it is. Sometimes you have to part ways so that that individual is no longer disabled. Um, You're actually helping them if you're not giving and giving and giving and giving so much, so much of yourself with nothing, with nothing, no growth on their end. So again, if you recognize any of these signs in your behavior, uh, it might be time to reevaluate or approach you're, you're helping others. And believe me, I, I'm a helper. I love to help. I go to everybody's, uh, I try to help everybody. Um, I want a peaceful world. I'm loving and, and all that. And that's a lot of what people want to think. But while it's important to be supportive and compassionate, Enabling behavior can ultimately be detrimental to an individual's growth and well-being. So in essence, are you diligently helping or are you hurting them? And if you think about it, if you're the compassionate, empathetic person, no, I don't want to hurt them. Um, I want to see them grow. I want to um, I, I want to help. Well, helping them grow up, helping them take responsibility, helping them fend for themselves instead of falling back on somebody who enables a lot um, will probably be the first step. So you have to set healthy boundaries and encourage individuals around you to take responsibility for their actions. It's, it's, not, it's not rocket science. You can help them achieve greater independence. And that's the key. You know, sometimes you got to, you know, cut them at the umbilical cord or rip them from your hip or what, however they say it. Um, But you want them to achieve greater success and in their you want them to succeed in their personal and professional lives, because this can happen in your personal life and in your career. Um, there are a lot of, and I'll go over examples of how it goes in the, the workplace. There are supervisors that enable individuals to not want to work or, you know, pick up the slack anywhere else. So um, I'm going to go into those, those scenarios. Um, and there's probably three scenarios that I want to share with you so that you can not only identify if you're enabling anybody, um, you know, you could you could just be the kindest Christian or the kindest, I don't know, person on this earth and not think anything is wrong. But if you take time to look at that person and 
see their growth? Have they grown? Are they still living with mama? Are they still um, struggling after year after year after year of support and help? Um, They probably haven't grown the way that they should if they, if they didn't have so much help from you as an individual. Um, I do want to, you know, move on and, and explain um, different scenarios to you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and go into um, a song called Blessed. It is a song about s- spiritual growth and generation to generation, I'm, you know, sending that that knowledge, that peace, that love, that that um, fortitude from generation to generation, from your kids to their kids to their kids and their kids. And um, it touched me, so I do want to share that with you. Um, we'll come back. We'll go into some scenarios, and um, that that would be it for our show. But for now, um, we're going to go into a short break. Carrie Job is our next song, Blessed. And um, this is Mela Maylee, your host of Healing Hearts. And we'll be right back after this song.
And welcome back. That was Blessed by Carrie Job. This is Mela May Lee, your host of Healing Hearts. And we're streaming live from Orlando, Florida today. Um, for those that are tuning in right now, um, we are talking about how enabling can cause disabling. Um, we are just going down some bullets and uh, we're going into some scenarios right now. We did talk about five signs you may be an enabler. And um, just to recap, one, you can make excuses for others. Number two, you ignore or minimize problems. Number three, you take on responsibilities for others. Four, you bail others out of difficult situations. And five, you feel guilty or responsible for other people's happiness. Now, there, you know, just opening up your eyes and knowing whether, you know, you have enabled somebody in your life or what, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Um, we learn it's a growing process. Sometimes we think that being overly compassionate, um, it, we're supposed to be givers like that. Um, and then when we start seeing an individual not grow and, and just stuck in their life, um, because of our giving and because of our kindness and because of our generosity or such, um, sometimes we have to let go and kind of force them to grow up, basically. So I did want to um, talk about the what it is. So enabling, if you we've already identified five things to see if you are, but the, the actual word enabling is the act of providing assistance or support to somebody who is struggling with a particular task or responsibility. While enabling can be beneficial in certain circumstances, it can also lead to the disablement of the individual being helped. Enabling can be seen in many different contexts, from family dynamics to work dynamics. So, like I said, um, it's not only, you know, with your brothers and your sisters and your aunts and uncles and so on and so forth. Um, it could be with your boss. It could be with CEOs, VPs, and just, you know, anybody in the workplace. So, kind of three scenarios let's let's look at so you can kind of now that we've identified whether yes or no that we are um let's see if these scenarios have ever fit in our lives one common scenario where enabling can lead to disablement is in the context of addiction um so enabling behavior is this context like giving money um, shelter or someone who is addicted to drugs or alcohol, you know, giving, giving resources to somebody who just keeps just going and going and going on with their addiction. They choose that over bettering themselves. Um, these actions, like I said, may seem compassionate, uh, you know, because it's coming from our heart and we're doing our due diligence, um, they can also allow the individual to continue their destructive behavior without facing the consequences of their actions. So in this case, enabling can lead to a cycle of addiction and ultimately disables that individual. So do you know somebody in this scenario? Um, have Do we have them in our families? Do have we dealt with them individually on our own? Um, another scenario would be um, that can lead to disablement is in the workplace. And I've already mentioned that. Managers or supervisors who enable their employees by consistently taking on their responsibilities or making excuses for why um, they have the they have poor performance or, you know, it, it leads to the employee becoming dependent on their supervisor. And now, is that healthy? Is that healthy in a kid, too? I mean, do you want to keep doing this over and over and over, which is the next is the next one um, in the family dynamics? 
But do we want to continue to lean on our supervisor? That's not growth. Um, if you're trying to get up the corporate ladder, that's probably not the good. That that's not a good start. So this can cause the employee to lose confidence in their abilities and become less productive and ultimately leading to their disablement in the workplace. So can enabling cause dis disablement? Yes, it can. Um, also, another one, enabling can also occur in the context of our family dynamics. Parents who enable their children by constantly bailing them out of difficult situations or shielding them from the consequences that their actions can lead to their children becoming disabled. Now, in our right mind, in our right mind, any parent, do we want to disable our kids? Are we on purpose doing this to, to see our child fail? No, I think, um, you know, because we love them so much, we coddle them. And, and, you know, again, all the excuses, like all the identifiers from before, um, we're constantly bailing them out. They, they are, you know, having bad behavior, but we keep making excuses for them. Is that healthy? No, it's not. It's not a way to allow that child to grow. And this can result in the child lacking the skills necessary to become independent and self-sufficient if we're coddling them and, and making excuses for all their boo-boos in life. Mm -mm. No. So this ultimately leads to their inability to function effectively in the real world. And God only knows that I have a three-year-old that probably runs the world right now. But we are trying our darnest to make sure that there's no bad behavior or any um, any cycles of anything that we're causing her to be disabled by any means. You know, it's, it's a learning process. So a three year old can get away with a lot, but there's still, you know, um, a lot of disciplining that is needed. So in that. In all of these scenarios, and I hope that you're taking a lot of these little nuggets, you know, just, just, it's just knowledge. And the reason we need to know whether we're enabling somebody is if you look at the grand scheme of things in this whole entire world, there's been a lot of enablement in a lot of higher up echelons. I mean, you know, whether it's corporate America or the government or, and it all, it goes back to the, 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 actually makes sense now, the house structure that I talked about in the beginning. And it does start from the top. And if we're making excuses every single time our government fails, or if we're making excuses every time you know, banks fall or corporate, corporate offices, you know, fail or are stealing or whatever. We're all making excuses for it. Then are we helping our country? Is it, are we disabling our country or are we disabling each other? This is part of why this is a, a bigger, a bigger thing, but we need to start with ourselves and, work our way. I mean, it, it starts with an individual. And again, we need to find balance between providing assistance and allowing individuals to take responsibility for their own actions. Encour so encouraging individuals to face the consequences of their actions can be difficult because we got to watch them fail, but ultimately it can lead to greater independence for them. And, you know, coming from, you know, a genuine heart, I, I love to help. Um, I don't want to see anybody hurting or crying or broke, busted or disgusted because I've been there. Um, sometimes it's needed in, in that other person's life. Sometimes they just need to grow. So with that said, in conclusion, while enabling may seem like a compassionate way to support those who are struggling, it can 
ultimately lead to just being disabled all in a nutshell. So we have to find balance on how to support and allow individuals to, to, to grow and learn by their own mistakes. And again, I am here to help. I help motivate, inspire, and edify the body of Christ. Sometimes it comes harsh. Sometimes it comes lovey-dovey. Sometimes it comes just by teaching. And this is a start. Um, so, you know, if there's a vicious cycle going around, you know, in your workplace or in your family dynamics or somewhere, this hopefully will enlighten you, um, to keep an eye out for those, those markers, those identifiers, um, because we do want to conquer those things that are hurting others. So again, um, I, I love, I love talking to you each week. I hope to hear all of your, you know, what you, what you learned this week, you know, drop, drop a little hello down here and say, you know, this was good or, or I need some knowledge somewhere else. <laughs> um, but take second Thessalonians and evaluate your life based on, you know, what it's saying. It's not saying dump people off or just drop people no, it's not saying that. It's saying sometimes we got to let people go a little bit so that they can learn. What it'll it'll be, um, you know, a come around. There'll be a come around, but we have to let them go. So again, I was just so grateful talking to you guys um, on this Wednesday. Uh, I hope to hear from you before next Wednesday. I will be live in Orlando again next Wednesday um, at noon on www.fbrn.us, right live here. Um, and then also say hello on Instagram or Facebook. I'm looking forward to hearing from you all over the country, all over the world, to be honest. Um, I am here to answer your questions and just be a friend. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. You all have a great evening. Um, enjoy the week and have a great weekend. Until then, I'll see you Wednesday at noon on Fishbowl Radio Network. See you soon. Bye.